One Sivan, Aleph Sivan, Tzaddik, his praise, 358. The Rebbe said explicitly that every single conversation of his had the power to bring us to purity and holiness and even make us tzaddikim of the kind he wanted us to be all our lives. We just had to be prepared to follow what he said and work with it. Anyone who had the privilege of hearing him in person knows very well that this is the truth. Even today, Studying his words has a great power to inspire us to come closer to God and follow his ways. We must just set ourselves to follow the Rebbe's words exactly as they are recorded in this and other works. Each one of his conversations has a formidable power to inspire people to come closer to God. They contain sound, direct pathways to God. Pathways which are accessible to everyone, regardless of their level. Even people on the highest of levels can derive clear guidance and direction from his every word. At the other extreme, even a person on the lowest of levels, God forbid, can also receive direction and guidance on how to save his soul from destruction and return to God in truth. All that is necessary is to pay careful attention to the Rebbe's words and fulfill them honestly and with simplicity, with no attempts at sophistication. Happy are those who hold on to his words. 359. Once, he said, as if in an amazement, as far as the world is concerned, they're all equal, the Zohar and the Tikkunim. Implicit in what he said was that in actual fact, there is a tremendous difference between the Zohar and the Tikkuni Zohar. Even though the Zohar is very holy and awesome, the holiness of the Tikkuni Zohar is far greater. 360. The Rebbe said, whatever I tell you of my Torah ideas is only the scraps and these scraps are thousands and myriads of levels lower than the level at which I perceive them. I am unable to say them any lower. This point has been noted elsewhere. Wisdom. His Wisdom, 148. The twelfth story in Sipuri Ma'asiot is the master of prayer. In this story, a great whirlwind destroys a kingdom and leaves ten small groups in search of leaders. After telling this story, the Rebbe asked us who told the story that was written in the Chronicles of the Kingdom about the groups formed as a result of that storm. We answered that one of the mighty warriors of the mighty warrior told the tale of the master of prayer. The Rebbe nodded his head, as if to say that we had it right. We understood from his message that it was significant that one of the warriors had told the story. We further understood that every word in these tales teaches a great lesson. The mouth cannot speak it, nor can the heart conceive it. 149. The thirteenth story in Sipur Masyot is the seven beggars. It was told over a period of several days. Each part of the story alluded to some discussion that preceded its telling. The story speaks of a boy and girl lost in the woods who meet seven beggars. Each of these beggars appears to have a deformity, blindness, deafness, stuttering, a crooked neck, a hunchback, deformed hands, crippled feet. Later, the boy and girl marry each other, and on the seven successive days of the wedding feast, each of these beggars tells his story. Each demonstrates that his apparent deformity is really an illusion, masking a unique the capability. Aleph book. Depression. A. 5. A, a person's humbleness eliminates misfortune and sorrow. 6. When a person is depressed, observing the tzaddikim will bring joy to his heart. 7. Entering the house of a Gentile leads to, to depression. 8. Depression makes one weak. 9. A person's face changes because of the evil in his heart. 10. When you suffer anguish on a day of joy and all your happiness has ceased, 
you should know that your ancestral merit has expired. 11. A depressed person should regularly give gifts to the tzaddik. 12. Depression leads to an outbreak of fires. 13. Depression is a sign of some imminent sickness. 14. The Holy One does not reside with a person who is depressed. 15. Depression causes one to experience a seminal emission. 16. Anger leads to depression. 1. Lesson number 129. A land that consumes its inhabitants. Numbers 13-32. 1. Just the fact that a person believes in the tzaddik and draws himself close to him, even if he actually receives nothing at all from the tzaddik, is nonetheless very good. This is because through this faith and attachment alone, the evil in the person is consumed by the tzaddik, and it becomes part of the tzaddik. All this applies, however, only if a person's intention is for the sake of heaven. But if a person travels to and draws close to the tzaddikim due to some other motive, his connection with them will not benefit him in the slightest. 2. If a person travels to the land of Israel and his intention is truly for the sake of heaven, that is, in order to return to God, then the land of Israel will undoubtedly help him enormously. This is because by merely entering the land of Israel, a person is consumed by it, and thus he becomes part of it and its holiness. Therefore, even one who walks four cubits in the land of Israel can be certain of entering the world to come. Ketuvot 111a But if a person has no desire at all to serve God and to eliminate the evil in himself, his dwelling in the land of Israel will be of no benefit to him whatsoever, for the land will vomit him out, as in, the way that the land vomited out the nation that came before you. Leviticus 18.28 Lesson number 130 1. Through humility, a person is saved from sexual transgression and merits to have purity in this area. Conversely, through pride and haughtiness, the evil inclination attacks and prevails upon a person with this desire. Lesson number 131. 1. It is necessary to be afraid of honor, because honor is something extremely dangerous, and it can jeopardize one's very life. Therefore, when some sort of honor comes to a person, he must be extremely careful to receive it properly for the sake of God alone. For if, God forbid, he blemishes the honor by as much as a hair's breadth, he could pass away from the world, God forbid, because of this. Rabbi Nachman's Stories, The Master of Prayer The three went to the wise man who was king of that land, and they immediately recognized each other. This sage was the wise man of their king. There was obviously great joy in weeping. They wept, since they did not know how they would be able to find the king and his other men. They asked the wise man if he knew where the king's hand was. He answered that he had the hand with him. However, since the time that they had been scattered by the great hurricane, and the king had been concealed from them, he no longer looked at the hand, since it was only meant to be used by the king. But he had engraved an image of the hand on a stone, so that to some degree he would be able to use it for his own purposes. He would not gaze at the hand itself at all. They spoke to the wise man and asked him how he had come to this land. He told them that at the time of the great hurricane, he traveled on his way. As he traveled, he passed by the entire group, except for the places of those three, the master of prayer, the mighty warrior, and the treasurer, which he did not pass. Finally, the people of this land found him and took him as their king. Now he must lead them according to their way, which is the way of wisdom, until after a long time he would be able to bring them back to the truth. Letters. Year 1. Letter number 169. 
The way it appears now, you needn't send another letter here, because it is unlikely that I will be here long. From now on, be sure to send me a letter with every post to Uman, and let me know precisely everything that is going on there, so I will know what to do. That way, when I get to Uman shortly, God willing, I will find your letters waiting for me, and they will inspire me with God's help. It looks as if I will be in Uman, God willing, two or three weeks from now. May God, in His good will, direct me on the true path. In every move I make, I rely on Him. At present, every place I come to, I greatly inspire all our comrades there. Here as well, they received me with great love and eagerness. They joyfully came out to welcome me, more than ever before. Never have they received me with the love and joy that they did now. But the suffering that I have had thus far from the traveling itself is beyond description. The roads here are in terrible condition, and the horses are weak. For a man getting on in years as I am, my ability to endure the difficulties of travel is just about finished. Even so, though, there have been an endless number of expansions to alleviate the hardships. If only God will give me the opportunity to tell you everything, so that you will understand the miracle of God's supervision, how He in His goodness is constantly renewing the world every day, and contracts Himself from His absolute infinity down into every act, word, and thought of every person according to the place and time, and gives Him hints. L'Kutem Haran 1, 54-2 Gewalt! Why are we silent after we have heard things such as this? About every single word of them we must say a thousand times, if we had come to the world only to hear this, it would have been enough. And they are ripping up and desecrating these books. Woe to them, and woe to their souls. May the Master of Compassion return them to the truth. May He truly return us to fulfill the Rebbe's holy words spoken with truth. And they, God's hints, happen on a general level, on an individual level, with every person at every time, and it is carried down to the smallest details every moment of every day. What can I say to you, my dear son, and to all our faithful comrades? Pay close attention to what is done with a person in this passing world, this fleeting shadow. Everyone knows that this world is complete vanity, vanity of vanities, and if they aren't able to right their deeds and even commit wrongs, as every single one does in this place of vanity, and as they themselves know, may God pardon them and return them to the truth. They are further impelled to go against the point of truth, who is worthy of leaving the vain wind of this world completely, and who did not want to leave any vanity in this world at all, as explained in Rabbi Nachman's stories, story number 13, the fourth day. Ashrenu, happy are we! How good is our portion that our souls have escaped this like a bird from a trap! Thank God, the merciful one who has rescued us from this. May he go on to rescue us from all the vanities of this world and to engage all our lives in Torah, prayer, and good deeds. Amen. As it appears, I will not stay here long. I have only been here a short time, so I cannot tell you what is happening here now. In addition, it is now time for the morning prayers. May God send forth His mercy and allow me to pray with great concentration to acknowledge this day's complete renewal of creation and to fulfill, to speak of His loving kindness in the morning. The words of your father, hoping to see you soon with God's help. Nassan of Breslov. Greetings to all our companions with much love. Letters, year 2. Letter number 408. With me here, now, is our friend, Rebbe Ephraim, the son of Rebbe Naftali, may his light shine, who traveled with me in order to hear words of truth. Praise God, we spoke an enormous amount on the road. But nonetheless, he too is still crying out with enormous bitterness. 
The letter which I just now received from Rav Yosef, the son of Rav Lipa, is no different. Most likely you have read and heard about his bitter cry. And so it is for just about all of them. May he who hears crying and sighs hear your cries and those of all of us. May he say enough to our suffering, and especially to the suffering of the soul, which is the worst suffering of all. What consoles me in my destitution is that the rest of the world who are not with us, and even more so our opponents, they too ought to be crying out even more. But not only do they not cry out as they should, they even oppose the tzaddik who has such great power to save. It is impossible to elaborate on this though, in this context. If you want to, you can encourage yourself with this even now and at all times throughout your entire life. Do not let these words grow old for you, even though I have already spoken about this many times. This is no minor point for us. It is our life, forever. With this alone we can turn all kinds of grief and sighing, even yours, even mine, because I have to bear bitter cries such as these from many, many souls, and the grief and sighing of all of us to happiness and great joy. Nonetheless, as a result of your aforementioned letter, I am now seriously considering traveling tomorrow, God willing, to Medvedevka, and afterwards for Shabbat Torah reading Bo to Teravitsa. If God is with me and enables me to discern His will in this, you will be gaining a week, as I will be in Uman, God willing, a week earlier than expected, during the week of Torah reading Bishalach. It is God who establishes a man's steps, and I give over my every movement every day to Him, particularly in the matter of my travels. In His compassion, He will revive my soul and guide me on paths of righteousness for His name's sake. I need not tell you that from now on you should send your letters to Uman, so that they will arrive there by the week of Torah reading B'Shalach, or shortly thereafter. Still, when you receive this letter, you should write a short note here to Rabbi Avram Ber, may he live, if you have some good news about the business in Nemerov, or particularly if you have some good report from Rabbi Nachman in Iasi that they have already begun, etc., May God allow us to hear good news soon, because here too, all our comrades are waiting to hear good news about all of this. Beyond this, I have absolutely no time to continue. It is now close to the time for Shema and the morning prayers. After prayers, I will have to hurry if this letter is to catch the post. The words of your father, waiting for salvation. Nusim of Brasdikim. Names of Tanaim and Amoraim. Kaf. Kadi. Rav Kohin Achiv Shal Rabbi Chia Bar Abba. Rabbi Kohen, Rav Kohen Baravun, Rav Kahana Kama, Rav Kahana Sheni, some say there were three, Rav Kahana Bar Nechunya, Shama'i de Rav Yehuda, Rav Kahana Bar Rav Nechemia, Rav Kahana Bar Rav Chinana Sava, Rav Kahana Chamua de Rav Mesharshia, Rav Kahana Bar Tachlifa, Rav Kahana Bar Malkio, Rav Kahana Rabbe de Rav, Rav Kahana Bar Rav Natan, Rav Kahana Bar Yirmiya, Rav Kahana Achua de Rav Yehuda Bar Kapara, Rabbi Krispadai, there were two. Names of Tanoim and Amoraim, Lamed. Luda, Rabbi Levitai. Levi Hasarad. Levi Stam, Levi Ben Sisi. Bar Liva, Rabbi Levi Sava. Rabbi Levi Suchia. Levi Bar Shmuel, Rabbi Levi Bar Shmuel Bar Nachmani. Levi Bar Budi, or Ben Biryai. Levi Bar Buta, Rabbi Levi Bar Lachma, or Bar Chama. Levi Bar Huna Bar Rabbi Levi Ben Parta. Rabbi Levi Ben Paneti, or Bar Pati. Rabbi Levi Ben Pitom. Rav Levi bar Rabbi Tarfon, Levi bar Chaita, Rabbi Levi bar Chia, Rabbi Levi bar Rabbi Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Levi Tzan Baria, Rabbi Levi bar Yaakov, Rabbi Levi bar Rebbe, Levi bar Tavri, Levi bar Yitzchak, Rav Levi bar Hine, Rav Levi bar Berechia, 
Rabbi Levitas Ish Yavne, Rabbi Levitas Chozo'o, Rabbi Luliani Bartabri, Lulianos Chavero Shel Papos the Martyr, Rav Lulianos de Romi, Bar Lulita, Rav Livanti, Lachma Bar Levai, Rav Laya, Lili Barmani or Barmamal, Rav Lil Bar Alam. Prayers 2. Prayer number 2. Lekutei Moharan 2. 2. Help me perfect the speech of the wealthy who are close to the government. Help save and shield all those who are close to kings, ministers, and advisors, who stand up for the sake of the salvation and rescue of the Jewish people in truth. Send words of graciousness to their lips. May they find favor in the eyes of emperors, kings, ministers, and advisors, and nullify the thoughts of our enemies. Give them grace, good consciousness, and intelligence, so they will be able to nullify all harsh and evil decrees and enact good decrees for the Jewish people, your nation. And may the heart of the emperors, kings, and ministers be transformed toward us for the good. You alone know the situation of your nation, the Jewish people, at present. Many rise up against us. They scheme and conspire against your nation. They plot against the people whom you protect. Not one person stands against us, but many, scheming at every moment to do evil to the Jewish people, heaven forbid. We have no one in whom to rely except our Father in heaven. You have been with us in every generation. Have mercy on us now as well in this poor generation before the coming of the Mashiach. There is no one to stand up for us. May your great name stand up for us at a time of trouble. Transform the hearts of the emperors, kings, and ministers toward us for the good, because everything is solely in your hand. As the verse states, the heart of kings and ministers is in the hand of Hashem. And a verse states, Streams of water are the heart of the king in the hand of Hashem. Wherever he wishes, he inclines it. Help us perfect the speech of holy sovereignty. Bring us our righteous Mashiach quickly in our days, so that he will rule over us forever, and we will hear his holy, pure, and awesome words as they come from his holy mouth. Have compassion on us for the sake of your name. May the truth shine in the square, the four parts of speech, until we attain perfected speech of holiness. May we attain the perfection of the holy tongue, which is connected to the Shabbat, the speech of truth that comprises blessing and holiness. Nullify, subdue, and break the tongue of the stuttering, which is the language of the Gentiles, so that it will not have any control or grasp on your nation, the Jewish people, and the Jewish people will not learn their Gentile languages at all. But may we and your entire nation of Israel attain perfected speech in truth, which is perfection of the holy tongue until we draw the holiness and joy of the Shabbat into the six days of the week, and we will always rejoice in your name and service on the weekdays for the Holy Shabbat. Help us and save us so that we celebrate the Shabbat in great holiness, intense gladness, great joy, and with a good heart. On the Holy Shabbat, may no worry, depression, or trouble arise in our hearts. Remove grief and sighing from us. In your good will, give us rest, Hashem our God, so that we will not experience any suffering, grief, or sighing on the day of our rest. May we rejoice a great deal in every Shabbat with true joy, with much mirth, glad song, pleasure, and love in accordance with your good will. Help us draw the holiness of the Shabbat into the six days of the week until even on the weekdays we are always joyful. May we be glad and rejoice in you always. May we perform all the commandments on the weekdays as well with great joy and gladness and only be happy always. May we be glad and rejoice in your salvation always. May we always realize the verse, 
Serve Hashem with joy. Come before Him with singing. Know that Hashem is God. He made us and we are His, His nation and the sheep of His flock. Help us always at every moment to draw the joy of the Shabbat into the six days of the week until your simple unity will be revealed in the world. May everyone know and believe that all changing actions are drawn from the simple one. May he be blessed and elevated forever and ever. May every created being know that you created him. And may every formed being understand that you formed him. And may all that has breath in its nostrils say, Hashem, God of Israel, is king, and his sovereignty rules over all. May your simple unity be revealed to all people through your nation, the Jewish people, whom you chose as a unique nation among all the nations on the face of the earth. You are one, and your name is one. And who is like your nation Israel, a unique nation on the earth? May your simple unity be revealed above as well in all the worlds by means of the revelation of your simple unity via the changing actions below in this world of your holy nation, the Jewish people. Nullify every kind of dispute in the world and draw great peace into the world. For Hanukkah. Help us fulfill the commandment of lighting the Hanukkah menorah properly with all its details, particulars, intentions, and the 613 commandments that are dependent on it. May we fulfill all the commandments of Hanukkah with great joy, thanking you and blessing you, and reciting the complete Hallel with much joy and gladness and with great inspiration in great holiness and purity. In your vast compassion, you established eight days of Hanukkah for us to thank and praise your great name, days that are the delight of the world to come. In your vast compassion, help us truly fulfill your commandments until we truly and continually draw upon ourselves the delight of the world to come, which is thanksgiving to your great and holy name, particularly during the holy days of Hanukkah, which are days of thanksgiving. May we come close to you in truth and know and recognize you and thank you and truly bless you forever. For it is good, as the verse states, Give thanks to Hashem, for it is good, for His kindness is forever. May we draw the holiness of the Shabbat into the six weekdays until we are joyful always in accordance with your goodwill. Please, Hashem, compassionately fulfill our requests and help us quickly attain everything that we have requested from you so that we will soon be in accordance with your goodwill. Then may all the nations of the land know that Hashem is God, there is no other. A song of thanksgiving. Shout out to Hashem, all the land. Serve Hashem with joy. Come before Him with singing. Know that Hashem is God. He made us, and we are His, His nation and the sheep of His flock. Come to His gate in thanks, to His courtyard with praise. Thank Him, bless His name. For Hashem is good, His kindness is forever. To every generation His faithfulness. Blessed is Hashem, God of Israel, from beginning and forever. Amen and Amen. For difficulty in childbirth, a woman experiencing difficulty in childbirth should recite this prayer. This should be followed by a song of thanksgiving, Psalm 100, a number of times, for the recital of a song of thanksgiving is very helpful for a woman experiencing difficulty in childbirth, so that she will be able to give birth easily. Amen.